apparently has a Jewish penis. I don't know. It has a little yarmulke on the tip. Got a little no. yarmulke. <laughs> yeah, got know. the curls. <laughs> He's got a Hasidic Jew dick. Hasidic Jew dick. <laughs> It's fun. It's fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If I wasn't circumcised, it's going to be one of those shows. And this is why we'll never be on Fox. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, here with my beautiful heterosexual Jewish life partner, Josh, operating that control room like the media who is clearly ignoring the trans shooter because God knows why. We all know why. We all, everybody knows why. He was trans. He's a fruitcake. Come on. We know why. They're going to treat, they're going to treat us stupid like we don't know. Though. Look like a white Republican to me. <laughs> Was it like the, the the colored hair? Like what, what what did it for you? Like oh my gosh, dude! And you know the crazy thing is, and I hate to go straight into the topic today, but it's it's that that they are intentionally not covering anything. They're not touching this at all, like whatsoever. CNN, they have like barely, but these other organizations, like I'm really surprised. Like if you go on Fox and places like Breitbart, there's not a lot of coverage. Nothing. Nothing. 
And I'm I'm kind of, you know. Pretty big deal, right? Well, I mean, you murdered one and then other five are injured. And it's kind of like, well, if if the press is so big about the, the the school shootings and the gun violence, and then something like that happens to meet the criteria, and you're not saying much about it, unless it's, oh, wait a minute, that's right, it's because it's a tranny. Like, ah, then it doesn't matter. Then the lives don't matter. I mean, yeah. Huh. Huh. Weird. Weird. I mean, this is, it's just, I mean, it does this really shock anybody. Does this really surprise you, America? It doesn't surprise me in the slightest. But I do feel, though, it's like it is on us to, to you know, hold up a mirror to society and say, look, this is what's happening. Why are you not covering this? And we know why. Because we have to protect the blacks. We have to protect the alphabet mafia. We got to protect the minorities. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plagiarism. I had a dream. I could plagiarize off of the crackers. And when you come at me, it's racist. Well, Al Sharpton action there. You gotta love it, man. You just gotta love it. You wake up every day and they it's really like, circle the wagons, right? They do. Like I will give I'll give Democrats that one thing. It's just like when it comes to like a minority, oh my gosh, they they really uh they hammer down on like, well, we don't care what she's done. She's black and therefore you're wrong. It's like, you know what? Maybe you're the racists, you know? They are. They are. Dixie Democrats. Yeah. You gotta love it. They judge people by their skin color. That's it. Yeah. Yep. We're going to be taking your calls today, folks. We haven't taken your calls in a while. Hey, thanks for all the subs. we got some locals sign-ups, by the way. You can join our locals community. Um, you can support the show there. It's literally on the app. If you want to go sub there, we greatly appreciate it. Again, we're trying to afford uh, to hire somebody to produce the show, but that ain't going to happen until we can raise enough to like pay for a salary. So you need to chip in, you stingy bastards. You stingy. What are you, Jewish? hey <laughs> I got to get you to back on the show. He, he was tweeting something. He, he, yeah, I tweeted something out. He was, uh, he was with some ammunition company and um, somebody left a comment on YouTube. It's like, well, I'll be boycotting this company now because you support a Jew. And I wrote back. I was like, you're Jewish. <laughs> it's like, I didn't. He was like, next time I see you, I'll drop my pants. It's like, but what does that change? Like, that's like the norm for us. So I was like, how does that signify you're Jewish? So that's just daily occurrence with us, bro. So I don't get it. Uh, apparently has a Jewish penis. I don't know. It has a little yarmulke on the tip. Got a little you know? <laughs> got, got the curls. <laughs> He's got a Hasidic Jew dick. Hasidic Jew dick. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If I wasn't circumcised, yibba dibba dibba. <laughs> It's going to be one of those shows. And this is why we'll never be on Fox. This is exactly why right now. Oh, my God. Crybaby Survivor says, I'll produce a show for free, but you probably have no experience with producing. And you probably have to be local to us as well. I think we'd probably need a local producer. Yeah. Off the top of my head, though, what the hell does a producer do? Produces. But what do they produce? Like, we, we just, we pull up articles, we talk about it. Yeah. But I guess maybe it'd be more professional. I don't know. I mean, every good show has a producer, I would think. I don't know. We just, we, we straight up pull it out of our ass and that's what we do. Fast and loose, baby. Fast, <laughs> that's how I like it. <laughs> Fast and loose, straight out the ass. Oh my gosh. I got, I got to harp on this one thing. Um, actually, no, it's not anymore. I'm not, it's yeah. Joke. Why was the Soviet leader late to the peace conference? Uh, cause he was too busy bombing Ukraine. I don't know. Um, paging Mike Hunt. <laughs> I'm not falling for that one. I already, it's come on. You need to up your game. Uh, but anyway, uh, I love how you guys just raw dog. It's part of your whole style. Is that a style? I mean, we do we do raw dog each other too. Sure. Heyo, yeah, heyo, heyo. Okay. That's what we do. A um, lot of stuff to talk about today. Eric Adams, mayor of New York. You know who he's suing? 
Governor Abbott? No. He's suing the bus company. Oh, that's right. He's suing, suing the, the bus, bus company. company. <laughs> He's somebody. like, bro, you, are you seriously going after the bus companies now? For like, what are they doing? They're just hired. They're contracted. They, you can't blame them. And they're not breaking the law. Like for $708 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You got you to gotta love this. You, you got to love it. Oh, my God. But that's where we're at. This episode today is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. We don't have a commercial run yet because somebody hasn't freaking made it. It's good to be back. <laughs> good to be back. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> this is why we need a producer. Would a producer do that? Do what? Make a commercial. Maybe. I mean, I figured you would know. You, you This is your industry. You do this. No. No, producer doesn't do that? Uh, Not really. They more or less gather material and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So who would that go down to? The techies? Yeah. Oh, okay. Editor. So maybe we should just hire an editor. <laughs> I'll do it. Off my back. Uh, happy New Year. It's one of my resolutions. What are you supposed to decorate with? Because we're pulling down our Christmas decorations. But between now and spring, what do you put up? Just regular decorations, but, pictures. But we have that. But, not, you know, for spring, you want bright. Does everything want... have to be a theme? Yes, it does. <laughs> In my house, it does. Absolutely. I can't wait till the weekend so I can take the Christmas tree down, all yeah, the we're lights, doing that, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm just taking the tree down. The lights, I we didn't do anything for decorate. We put up some decorations in the front yard, not a lot, because it's like we're never home for Christmas. Who's so. going to see it out in the boonies? Exactly. Yeah. I, I've made that point. Well, it's for us. You know, it's, it, there, there's a, I mean, the same reason you decorate inside. It's for you. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's it's for you. I mean, that's why you put a bow on it before you go into the bedroom. And like, hey, it's like she doesn't appreciate that. That's for you. you that's yeah. Come on, little things, first, little little touches, first class, buddy. Little, little, little touches. So, <laughs> gay pride colors. Yeah, Somebody in the chat said illegals are getting free bus rides. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. See the country. I don't mind. Winter white, then Valentine's stuff. No, we're not going to decorate for Valentine's Day per se because I feel like houses don't look good in pink. It's just now I, I like more. Um, I don't know. I, you know, my suggestion was normally we do fall decoration and then you add Christmas. Well, what if we just, you know, next year we left up the fall decoration, sprinkle the Christmas stuff in. And then after Christmas, take the Christmas stuff out and still leave the fall with like the leaves and the, the hagen and the vegan and the hagen and the, all the, all that stuff. But uh, we're taking it all down. Yeah. So are we kind of sad. I don't like taking the Christmas decorations down. We got the Christmas Village. My, my favorite part of the year. Taking it down? Yeah. Why? Because spring's right around the corner. What does that have to do with anything? It's Christmas, you freaking Scrooge. I know. I just love spring. It's oh, my God. favorite. My God, who screwed your Cratchit? Good Lord. I, I love Christmas. I do. I love it. I love it. I love me some Christmas. <laughs> and the great thing is, like, we didn't gain any weight this holiday season. We actually stayed relatively good shape. Um, the trip sucked ass. But outside of that, it was, you know, came back sec. Looked beautiful. It was. It was. It's just the whole luggage thing really puts a dampener on it. I can imagine. It, it really does. It really does. I've hit that point now where, um, I don't know. I, there's, trying to get deep all of a sudden. That's what she said. Uh, you know, when you have a, like a large veteran following, a lot of these guys still live in the mindset of the past of like, we talked about on the show before, of like, you've deployed with less. It's like, actually, I didn't. I deployed with four uniforms and a shitload of socks and T-shirts. All I had was the clothes on my back. I was like, that does not even come close to a deployment. On deployment, you still have more. So, but a lot of these veterans, though, they, they just, it's like, they want to live in these Spartan-style um, digs. And it's like, if that's your thing, go for it, bro. I was like, but that's not me. That is not me. 
And it's not that I'm like hoity-toity, but I do feel like I'm at a point in my life where I do appreciate nicer things. Like you said, any chance you get to fly first class, you can afford it, do it. Yeah. Oh, it's worth it. I mean, the only time I've done it was on the trip to Dubai. That was an expensive ticket. But I will admit, you get the free alcohol. You get the seat that drops all the way down. You can sleep on the flight. You got your little, they come with like Nintendo Switches. It's like, this is nice. Really? Is it $4,000 nice? Not really. But I will tell you this, on an 18-hour flight, it's nice to be able to lay back instead of like just, I don't know. Sit next to a great big fat person. Oh, my gosh. Luckily, that has not happened to me. I don't want it to happen. Uh, we got really excited on the trip back from Spain because the row that we were on, um, it was towards the end. They were about to close the doors and the seats to the left of us, because I was on an aisle and she's in the middle beside me. And there's a four seat center. Nobody showed up. And they said, it's a, it's a book flight. I'm like, oh my God, we might have an entire row to ourselves for an international flight. <laughs> that Bro, that was me. Like, and then sure enough, as soon as they close the cabin doors, these two Indian couples walk in and they're looking at the seats like crap with the stinkiest food. <sighs> now people are going to pissed off. I don't care. There's a lot of Indians that they, they reek. They have horrible BO because of the food that they ingest. This is not a racist thing. It's part of their culture, but these luckily enough, cause Sheila was just kind of like, I hope they don't stink. They didn't. Thankfully enough. Thank God. And I'm not playing dude. I've, I've, I've sat next to, I've known enough. And even our friends that are in and they even, they're all like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you eat so much curry, it comes out of your pores because a lot of these people, that's all they eat. They don't eat any other food outside of that. So Indians are known over there. It's like they're, they have very rank body odor. Americans, we're just fat, but we cover it up with a lot of chemicals and stuff, you know, perfumes and stuff. But no, they were, but the dude yanks off his socks and shoes and he's all over the stuff with his bare feet. I'm just kind of like, man, some cultures are just like, I get it. But there's other places like, bro, don't, if you want to take your shoes off, that's pushing it. I do that too. Cause it's like, you better not have smelly socks. This dude's got his feet out. He's got them up under him. He's sitting yoga style in his chair. Really? I'm kind of envious of him. He's very, very flexible. Elderly couple, loud as hell. And you could tell like she wore the pants in that relationship. Cause she's just like, I don't know, like just bossing him around. I'm like, dude, there comes a point where you got to tell this woman to shut the hell up. I'm trying to watch the Hobbit. Like, leave me alone, woman. It's like, and then their kids, they had to be in their teens, were just as loud and obnoxious as they are. And it's like, there's definitely a cultural barrier here because that's how they are though. Like Arabs, they're very in your face. They're very confrontational. They're very loud. They're very animated. Italians, depending on where you go, very same thing. Greeks, forget about it. Greeks are just very, but when it comes to Americans, it depends on what part of America you're in. New York, yes, you're going to get confrontational. Yeah. In the South, not so much. So it's interesting to see like different cultures and how their behavioral patterns are and what to expect. Like in Europe, say for example, Germany, no, Germans are more laid back. They're more chill. And you wouldn't think that with Germans. Germans are all about conquering the world and crap. No, they're the chillest people out there ever. Mexicans, no, they're chill. Yeah. You, it depends on where you're at in Mexico, though. South America, Peruvians and stuff. Ah, uh, man. I, no, they were, yeah, a lot more chill, but their culture is definitely a lot different. Um, as far as the whole foot thing, I think that's an Indian thing. I've never seen any other culture yank their shoes and socks off and then just put it all over the furniture. It's like, no, they're the only ones I've seen do that. Maybe, maybe the Chinese. No, even the Chinese so. are about, yeah, they're about respect. The Japanese too. I doubt to see it. Yeah. But the Indians, man, they're going to put their foot everywhere. They don't give a damn. It's like, yeah. This is your culture. Oh, my feet are running. No. <laughs> DJ Punjabi. I'm not going to lie. Like back in the early two thousands, that was a catchy beat. 
Do y'all remember this? Do y'all remember? I remember yeah, this. Yeah, I remember. You remember that? Yeah. No, it's been it was, a while. It has. You did it pretty good, though. It's, we, yeah. We danced to it in Dubai. Totally different culture, though. That's the hilarious part about it, because I was just kind of like, I turned it on, and all my friends are kind of like, you know, this is the United Arabs, Emirates. This is the Arabs. This is not Indians. Like, oh, I know. I was like, but it's all the same. Nah, just kidding. It's not. Oh, God, don't tell them that. Uh, you know, having, you know, dated and been with Sheila now for almost two years and learning Persian culture versus Arab culture, oh, they are black and white different. But until you immerse yourself in that, you would never know. And the difference between Spain and uh, South America, like Spain Spanish versus Mexican Spanish, black and white, but you'd never know. So it's kind of like, I, I do like that quote that Mark Twain talked about. He said that, you know, those that are traveled are less susceptible to bigotry and racism because you actually see what the cultures are about. And it's not that you have to accept them or agree with them, but you can at least understand. And it makes sense to me. And that's why and a lot of people don't realize. And if you're Spanish, if you're genuinely Spanish, authentic Spanish from Spain, a lot of them will agree. They look down their nose at the Mexicans and the Incans and the Mayans. Oh, really? they, they're, oh, bro, they're, they're just kind of like, they're like the ghetto trash. And I'm not saying this is true, but that's how a lot of them look at it. It's like, the Mexican stuff to them is the Spanish ghetto. It's like, you're really? just kind of, we conquered you and you're just over there. And it's different though, because in Spain though, they're, like I said, they're just more European. That's how they are. Um, but with Mexico or South America, uh, different places over there, Peru, it's, it's more kind of like you're just, everybody's welcome. Nobody judges. You do what you want. It's still third world in many places, but, uh, and a lot of them, they're legitimately, um, a lot of them are just, they're, they're fighting to survive. They have to go sell the stuff. Otherwise they don't eat. So whereas in Spain, not so much, not so much. Well then actually let me push pause on that. We were in Spain proper in the cities. We weren't in the country. So I can't speak to that because maybe the country's different in the city. It's a little bit different uh, versus out in the country, I guess. I, I don't know. Could be wrong on that one, but uh, yeah. Uh, Mexicans speak the language of their conquerors. Um, no. Well, Oh man, I, I should be able to answer this. I, I regret that I can't um, because yes, there was, there's massive influence of Spanish over there. Uh, but then there's a, there's kind of a mix of Mayan, Incan and stuff like that, that they don't speak just Spanish. There's certain parts of it where they don't speak Spanish, but it's kind of like the, the um, what am I trying to say here? Not the hole in the wall places, but the cultures that are still uh, on, on the brink of like extinction. They still speak, like in Mexico, we visited this one thing. I know it was a tourist trap, but he didn't speak Spanish. He spoke something completely different, and it was Mayan. I think it was just Mayan. Um, not a lot of people speak that anymore. So it was really interesting. So uh, yes, but also no. There are still older dialects flow. Yeah, thank you. That, that's, yeah, there you go. Um, but it's, it's, it's really interesting to see just how much the Spanish conquered, how ruthless they were. Like Machu Picchu, they didn't even make it to Machu Picchu. But they abandoned Machu Picchu because they heard the Spanish were coming. And I guess they got to like within a mile or two miles of there and they just missed it. But it was abandoned. But the way that Machu Picchu was built, it was all by cardinal direction. So when the sun would come up, there's monuments and stuff that you can tell the time of the day. These people were brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, I didn't get to visit it. I was peeing out my butt because I had food sickness or food poisoning from the crap food they serve over there. Don't eat the buffets, folks. The great chicken. Ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible move. Should never have done it. But everybody's like, you got to try the local cuisine. It's like, well, I did. And now I'm like 10 pounds lighter. It's great. Mm, feel that goat coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred to eat goat to whatever the hell that stuff was. Because Sheila and them were like, it looked like fish. It's like, that was not fish. Fish is flaky. That was not. It was like, 
honestly, the only thing I could compare it to is like the meat from yakisobi. That's it. It was kind of weird. Had a weird taste to it. It didn't taste bad, but it was clearly food poisoning because five o'clock in the morning rolls around and I'm just like, uh-oh. It's just, yeah. And I didn't stop for like 12 hours. In the bed, dehydrated, just trying to keep water down at that point. And all the spices are coming up. Oh, all God, the spices. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's a happy Friday to you. <laughs> Making me hungry. Making me hungry over here. Anyway, it's Friday. It's Friday. You know what I'm looking forward to? I We're going to go home. I'm going to put a fire on. I'm going to start a fire. We're going to grill some steaks, have some wine, make some s'mores. Is it s'more or s'mores? It's s'mores because there's no H. No, it's just S-M-O-R-E-S. No shmore, right? No shuh. There's no shuh. Just s'mores. I guess it depends on how many glasses of wine you had. There you go. I guess it's all that matters. Uh, next time, bring MREs, John. That's actually not a bad idea. Like, bring an MRE. You eat an MRE, it'll stop you up. It will. I think the gum is diuretic. So you're supposed to eat and swallow the gum, and it helps you poop it out. Because MREs are basically, it's not the greatest food out there. But MREs are, they're based on like a 2,000-calorie diet. So if you're eating MREs, it means that you're essentially going to be using all those nutrients in that food, and your poop is like a brick. I'm not lying on that. When we lived off of MREs in the invasion of Iraq and also in Afghanistan, bro, you'd be pooping like maybe once every two or three days. And when you did, it was like a brick. You could literally do it off a second-story building and kill somebody. It's that, it's that like just, just plops. In fact, we launched them out of mortar tubes. Yeah, true story. Well, this conversation no. took a turn. Yeah, it, it did. It took a very <laughs> nasty, poopy turn. Huh. Anyway, speaking of poop, uh, Joe Biden campaign volunteers are quitting in droves. This comes to us from Newsweek. A group of staffers working for President Joe Biden's re-election campaign warned the president that his volunteers are quitting in droves over his handling of Israel's military response, uh, response in the Gaza Strip. Biden has faced immense pressure. You know, I love this, though, because this is a symptom of being on the woke left. Imagine being so just simple-minded that supporting Israel's right to self-defense, now barring the sending them money, sending them weapons, but still standing in solidarity saying, you have every right to go over there and massacre these mofos. What about the kids? That's war. You know, I'm not going to sit there. And this is why libertarians get on my nerves about this way. They're the most spineless little cowards out there. You're, you're so principled, but you're not pragmatic in the application of said principles. Explain to me how none of them do it. Spike Cohen couldn't do it. These these other people out here in the libertarian movement, they're just a bunch of freaking nerds. They're the same ones that got pushed into, into lockers in high school. How do I know that? Because that was me. But now I'm not a nerd anymore. I have a big penis. So uh, you just you know, don't even ask. Don't even ask. Surgeries are great. Anywho. So these people never have a pragmatic application and says like, what about the kids? What about the Israeli kids? By the way, there were Muslim children over there that got murdered too by the Hamas. So explain to me how Israel is supposed to, and everything is like, oh, they're committing genocide. It's genocide. Oh, they've murdered 50,000 people. How do you know? Well, Hamas told us, and Hamas never lies. Why would they? Have you ever considered the fact that you might be slightly ever so simply retarded? I think they are. Bro, I don't give a damn if Israel levels that place. I don't. I really don't. I'm not going to sit here like a lot of these nerds do over the, what about the children? Hey, you know what? Life sucks. Sorry. That's why, because you're so, that's why I say, like, if America ever got invaded, libertarians be the first one to get conquered. You believe in guns and all that, yeah. but you don't believe in using them. That's the other part. You're so discriminatory. 
And I know that you want to stand on principle and say, well, I don't take pleasure in murdering kids. Who does? But that's why war is war, and it's disgusting. It should be avoided at all costs. Diplomacy comes first and last. There should be no war. But if war is to be fought, it should be fought to be won. There are no rules or regulations to war. It's I'm going to murder you by the bushels. I'm going to murder you by the busloads. And then you're going to learn a lesson. It used to be Americans took that positioning. You screw with us, your bloodlines will be ended. I will end you and your family to include your women and children. I don't care because when you touch one hair of an American's head, you're done. So if Israel wants to take that approach, which they're not, by the way, Israel is fighting this tactically as best they can. But isn't it interesting how it's never enough? Because at root, there is so much anti-Semitism, anti-Israel, anti-Jew, that they're going to use everything they can to try and ostracize them. It's no different than politics. You can do everything right, but it still won't be right enough. So if that's the case, stop playing by their rules and regulations and play by your own and make them angry about it because they can't stop you. They can't stop you. You know what's funny about this? Americans today, when we got hit on 9-11, now forget the fact that we know better now. And I had some moron on Twitter. who's like, John's still a controlled agent of the state because he thinks that, you know, he's all about Israel and Hamas versus, you know, look at 9-11. It's like the fact that you can't differentiate between 9-11 and October 7th is really more revealing about how stupid you are as an individual. One, number one, 9-11, we were not at war with anybody. There was not a centuries-old conflict. That is the same with Hamas and Israel, or if you want to call it Palestine, whatever. This predates, man, I want to say at least how many generations now? This has been going on since the dawn of time, yep. okay? So a Bush-ushered 9-11 versus a Hamas-ushered October 7th, very different, very different. But it's not my fault that many of you out there try and make these assumptions that standing for Israel's right to defend itself makes you an agent of the state. Because if we remove Israel from the equation and we put, say, for example, France, Germany, Italy, whatever, against the Muslims, suddenly you would take a different position. Oh, we know they would. Come on, folks. You know they would. If this was the Italian, let's just say this is the French. The French, by the way, just passed laws making it 10 times easier to deport the Muslims. Poland still wants nothing to do with the Muslims. Folks, we've got a Muslim problem again. Multiculturalism doesn't work. So here's the benefit. Here's the fix. You stay in your own country and you fix it. Don't go to other countries trying to influence them into turning into what you left behind. America, it would be, it'd be very hypocritical of me to travel to a different country establish residency there, say, for example, France, and then start demanding the French live by American values. No, that's not the way it works. You come to America, we've got our own set of values. One of them is, um, you know, we don't kill people because of religious differences. We just bomb them and take them over for oil. That's different. <laughs> that's, what, that's the difference. I'm just saying. I'm saying. But, I don't know, some people disagree, and we call those people retards. Anyway... <laughs> 
Biden has faced immense pressure from members of his own party over the United States policies in light of surprise Hamas attacks on Israel on October 7th, uh, which killed about 1,200 people and resulted in roughly 240 hostages, including some Americans. In response, Israel launched an extensive air and ground offensive in Gaza, killing nearly 22,000 Palestinians over the past several weeks, according to Gaza health officials cited by the Associated Press. According to Gaza health officials, a.k.a. Hamas. Look, folks, there is no Palestine or Palestinian um, health officials or Gaza, okay? It's Hamas. They control the narrative. They control the press. It's no different than China. It's no different than Russia. It's the same thing. And America better watch it because we're teetering on that to where the news is predominantly owned by the master class. They say whatever they want to say. Look how many lies there are in the media today. Tons. Tons. That's all it is. It's just nothing but lies. So when you've got a governing body in link with the MSM, they dictate the narrative. And if you disobey it, if you disagree with it, look at communist China. You have a social credit system now. It's, it's over there. Yeah. Your social credit system determines where you can live. It's nuts. Remember that episode was it a Black Hearts uh, is it Black Hearts? What's uh, folks? Rumble Kick. What's that uh, TV series? It's very popular. And in one of the episodes, um, it talked about a social credit system based upon like Instagram and stuff here in America. Like if you get so many likes, you get open your credit score opens up even more. You can get oh, nicer. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. What was that? What was that series? Was it Black Hearts? Something? I don't know if it was Black Hearts. But I know Black Mirror. About. Thank yeah. you, Black Mirror. That's it. yeah, that one, bro. We're not that far away from that. Like we're really not. But that's kind of like why I feel like we're like the rebellion. Like we get banned. We do what we got to do to survive. We tell the truth. And instead, it's just like, what do we get? We shit on for it. That's why you can support us on Rumble. That's right. Give us your money. (laughs) No, seriously, do it. Support us on Locals. We need it. Need that support. Uh, I'm going to get Dave Rubin status one of these days. I'm going to have somebody bring me my coffee. Actually, I don't think that's going to be true. I'd feel weird. Wouldn't it feel weird to have like a whole staff it waiting feel, on you? Yeah. Well, not just waiting on you, but I, I feel like it would also be kind of like, I would like some help as far as like how to make it more spit and polished to a degree, slightly. But I also feel like the more people you bring in, I just feel like you lose your authenticity. You, and I'm not accusing anybody of doing this. I'm just saying for me personally, it just seems like, I don't know, you get too spit and polished. Then you look like a Fox News. And, uh, oh, by the way, did you see Crenshaw and Jesse Waters going at it? No. Oh, Yeah. Jesse Waters is kind of a piece of crap. Um, Waters goes after Crenshaw for his stocks. Now, you can look up Crenshaw stocks. He's not doing what people think he's doing. If you go look up his stuff, it's like, I disagree with it. Don't get me wrong. I do not think any member of Congress should be allowed to trade at all. At all. Now, Tyler makes the point of, like, index funds. It's like, I can understand that because it's a long-term game. It's like, but still, I, I disagree. So, Crenshaw... He's invested, as are many politicians. Jesse Waters goes after Crenshaw about his his investments. And Crenshaw's like, what do you, like, he just calls him a more, he just cusses him out and stuff like that. And he talks about how you are begging to come on my podcast to promote your book to make money. You're doing all these things. And so Crenshaw just goes after, and there was a few hit paces, or there was a few pieces covering this, where Crenshaw basically said that Jesse Waters is a silver spoon, cheated on his wife, left her with twins to run off with some producer, um, all kinds of stuff. I was like, damn, 
Like Ouch. Crenshaw like came out swinging. I was like, good for you. Because if Waters is wrong on this, well, then screw him. If Waters is right on this, well, then I don't know. But on Crenshaw's policies, I don't agree with on, on a few of them. But on his stock trading stuff, I don't agree with anybody. None of them should be trading. Yeah. But if you're going to accuse somebody of doing something, you better be authentic and genuine. And Waters wasn't. If you look at the stuff, if you actually look at his investments in the last year, he hasn't made that much money. Prior to that, though, he was investing. I think he was making some good money. So it's just like, uh, Waters is partially right, but why are you waiting till now to bring this up? Um, and he went after Crenshaw hard. Like, Waters did a hit piece on Crenshaw. But it's like, bro... You were on Crenshaw's podcast. You basically treated him like royalty, and then you turn on him like that. That's why I feel like when you're in the media, you've got to be isolated. You cannot be friends with anybody because you might have to tell the truth on somebody, yeah. and sometimes that truth hurts. Maybe I'm just weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Black Mirror. We're still talking about this. Yeah. Taking your calls today, folks. The number is, um, oh, God, what is the number? It's normally on the screen, and now the screen is so uh, tiny because uh, we've got the studio mode now. I'm not I'm not very smart. I'm not a smart guy, folks. But we are taking your calls today. Um, Josh will read you the number here in a second when we actually get it. Hold on. It's 214-817-1689. Is that actually it? Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, thank God. Okay. I thought you were just being <laughs> facetious. Like, dude, you know they're going to call us, right? Uh, Mr. Car Crazy subbed over on Kick. Appreciate that, my man. <laughs> yeah, two one four eight one seven one six eight nine to call into the show. All right, let's keep going. Um, House oversight. Uh, House Republicans consider holding Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress. Hunter Biden uh, defied congressional subpoenas to appear for a closed door deposition on December thirteenth. Um, House oversight committee next week. We'll hold a meeting to consider a resolution to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress after violating his congressional subpoenas. The House Oversight Committee and House Judiciary Committee subpoenaed Hunter Biden for a closed-door deposition last month as part of the House Republican-led impeachment inquiry against President Biden. Oh, so now you don't have to show up for Congress, didn't they? Uh, yeah, we can take off. Weren't they holding? Uh, weren't they trying to do the same thing to like Bannon and the rest of them? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I'm not even a Bannon fan, but I remember that yep. hypocrisy there. Yeah. Yellow. Hey guys, what's going on, man? Uh, so talking about idiots, uh, Instagram seems to be even more full of them these days. Yeah, I can't even, bro. I'm, I'm to the point of almost uh, ready to leave Instagram. Like, I, my account doesn't grow. They shadow ban the hell out of it. Uh, Twitter just seems to be where it's at now. Like, I'm growing on Twitter, but Instagram, no, not at all. Fucking Twitter banned me before Instagram. What were you posting? Which is surprised. But uh Wait, when when was this? Was this old said, Twitter or new Twitter? I just commented new Twitter. Really? I just commented on somebody's uh post saying he was a fucking idiot. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Uh, I just Yeah. Commented. Elon talked about that whole free speech thing, but even now it's not it's not what he claimed to be. Elon kind of lied on that one because look at he put it in charge as a CEO. Is that lady from the WEF? It's like, bro, all she did was they took away. They're not as draconian as they were. I will say that. But they still have a lot to make up for on the whole free speech thing because it's not free speech. It's not even close. But I would say in comparison from Instagram to Twitter, I get flagged 10 times more on Instagram than I do Twitter. I've been noticing a new pattern with uh, Instagram. They'll, uh, I'll comment something or I'll post something, and they'll immediately take it down for uh Hey, speech. Damn. Yeah. 
Well, what else is on your uh, mind? They, they, they just have it labeled. Oh, sorry. So, uh, debating people on things like China and this new thing I've been seeing about people commenting on uh, how the Chinese system is better and uh, the things on threads where people are just saying uh, blank sexist things on one end side and getting away with the scotch free. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just biased in the social media world and that we can't get our message out. Oh, yeah. If, if you're a liberal, you have definitely more playroom left and right than you do if you're a conservative. Um, you can easily, and that's, I have the dating libs account on Instagram. I say some very, very negative things on there against Republicans. I never get flagged. Oh my God. On a, um, and thank you for your call, by the way, on a, uh, it was, I think it's Fox. They just talked about the trans shooter. Or they, they did, our Newsweek did. And I made a comment, as like, if the Republic KKK cans would stop shooting people up, then maybe, you know, just whatever. Just something that clearly violated terms of services. Not a thing happened Preach. to me. Not Preach. a thing happened to me. Not a thing. Because in my bio, it says, ran, the account ran by a trans woman. They don't touch me. No. They don't go near it. It's kind of funny. It's a free pass. And what the funny thing is, though, is like, I'm arguing with Republicans. They don't even know it's me. So... <laughs> It's the ultimate troll account. I've kind of lost some interest in it because it's like, eh. I mean, you're you're existing just to piss people off. But at the same time, it is kind of like a backup account of mine. Everybody who follows the account knows it's me, except people that don't follow it. So when I'm on Fox or I'm on Newsweek or CNN and I'm pushing like pro-trans stuff or pro-alphabet mafia nonsense, I met with like swift um, opposition from the Republicans. But And then some of them pick us like, wait, is this satire? And then some of them are just kind of like, bro, you're a fruitcake, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, it sounds like what I, what I, I would say the same thing. So it's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, that's how they are, man. If you're a liberal that believes in that nonsense, oh yeah, you can get away with that or whatever you want. Speaking of almost getting away with whatever you want, TSA director arrested by U.S. Customs and Border Protection in Florida. Uh, McManaman is charged with assisting in a forgery of documents transferring property from an elderly relative with dementia to herself and an accomplice. Well, that's just what you want as a TSA director. An official with the Transportation uh, Security Administration, TSA, has been arrested on an outstanding warrant, according to local reports. Uh, TSA Assistant Federal Security Director Maxine McManaman was arrested in Atlanta, Georgia, by U.S. Customs and Border Protection on December 28th. I'm just going to call her McMahon. Uh, McMahon had a warrant for her arrest uh, posted by a St. Lucie County Sheriff's Office, which claimed she and an alleged accomplice named Delroy... I mean, you should be locked up just the fact that your name is Delroy. I mean, who does that? What, what sane parents come together and say, you know what? We got a son. What shall we name him? James. Josh. John. Masculine. Gary. Delroy. (laughs) And he shall be called Delroy, and Delroy shall be his name. Not Josh, not Larry, not George, but Delroy. You know that dude's got to be gay. That whole boy named Sue theory, it applies to the gay people too. You named him Xavier. No wonder he grew up like a dick. I mean, come on. (laughs) <laughs> What'd you expect? Savior. <laughs> Love my boyfriend, Delroy. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my gosh. Um. Oh man. Yeah, this one's got like that '80s vibe. She got the the liner in her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Florida authorities allege the duo forged signatures on a quit claim deed, transferring ownership of a property in the relative's name over to themselves. My question is, what was the value of this property? Like, what are you willing to forge a signature for? Like, what? I mean, was this kind of like a, a two hundred thousand dollar house? Like, it ain't worth it. Are you talking about like this is a multi million dollar piece of property? Relative who, okay, hold on. The relative whose property was transferred to McMahon and Chambers allegedly could not have signed the quit claim deed because the individual was found to have been in Atlanta on the date listed according to police. Chambers was previously arrested on December 20th in Port St. Lucius, charged with two counts of exploitation of an elderly or disabled adult, simple neglect, and two counts of forgery. He eventually bonded out. McMahon is facing third-degree felony charge of forgery. She was reported apprehended after touching down in Atlanta on an international flight. Oh, that sucks. Ooh. International flights are not fun. But the fact that you get off that flight and it's like, oh, by the way, you're under arrest. It's like, oh, dude. Put these Ooh. handcuffs on. Yeah, I know. It's like, you're going to go sit in the cell for forever now. It's like, oh, that sucks. Uh, McMahon has been a TSA employee since November of 2002 and held a management level position at the airport, according to local reports. TSA holds a, oh, wow. Look at that freaking mugshot. Holy cow. Um, it's amazing what makeup can do for you. TSA holds employees to the highest profession. I'm, I'm serious, bro. Like first date, take her to a swimming pool, like wash all that crap off and see what kind of hideous gargantuous looking thing you're looking at. Like, Oh my Yikes. God, she does not look good. Like she just looks like she's ready to just like, it's like Beetlejuice know. from yeah. uh, Stern. Yeah. Oh my God. She reminds me of somebody that would like break your legs to keep you from leaving. Yeah. Did you like my soup I made you? This is the skin of my last victim. <laughs> That's what she reminds me of. Ugh. Yikes. I get chills just looking at this. Uh, a spokesperson added, um, an employee who fails to meet our fundamental ethical standards is held accountable. Uh, McMahon has been placed on leave pending a law enforcement investigation. You don't say. It's like they've been, we, we placed her on administration leave. It's like, um, you got her for felonious uh, forgery. Neglect of an elder. It's like, um, you probably should fire her by now. I know, I know. You got a whole due process. I believe in that. I believe in that. Yeah. I believe in due process. Like that. Yes, she does look like Lori Lightfoot. Good call there, Stray Dire Wolf. I would say if she ate her, yes. They could be related. They could be related. They could. You got the graying temples. You got the weird looking eyes. Oh, beady little eyes. Beady little eyes. I mean, Lori Lightfoot, though, she's got those like bug eyes. Like, just kind of like. I just want like someone squeezed her neck. I know. <laughs> Her eyes bulged out. <laughs> you wafeth. Oh, my God. You're right, though. It does look like somebody, like, squeezed her freaking neck. And this stress ball head. Yeah. There you go. And speaking of that, another one in the news. A Democratic <laughs> mayor. Do what? <laughs> oh, boy, Jilly. Wakanda, Wakanda the, the Oh, my God. <laughs> Brilliant. What kind of the hush? Jesus. Oh my gosh. That is horrible, but it's funny. It's freaking hilarious. You should laugh. Laugh. We laugh on the show. <laughs> Democratic mayor accused of antics so wild. She deserves her own TV show. Real life parks and rec situation. I've actually never seen that television show. It's pretty funny. The thing that gets me about it is that Ron Swanson is actually a bleeding heart liberal in real life. Is he really? Oh, yeah. If you listen to his stand-up and stuff, oh, he's ultra liberal. But So it's like when you play this character, he does it so convincingly well, and then he turns around and he's just a straight-up fruitcake. It's like, it, it feels like this is wrong. This is wrong. Do, do you really think he would get the job if he was really real, like a conservative? 
Yeah, Hell fair no. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But he's but the thing though, to get the part. but the thing though, he's a beloved character in the franchise. Yeah. He's he's loved. So nothing he does is really wrong. It's just that he's all about American nationalism. It's like everything people before. To it. Yeah, everything before 1776 was a mistake and it didn't count. And people are like, hell yeah, America. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, but then he gets on stage like America's responsible for so much. Like, dude, shut the hell up. I mean, he is kind of right, but I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it right now. Damn it. Let me just eat my Big Mac and pay for cheap gas, even though I can't do that. Dude, the more we travel, the more I look at American food, and it's just the processed Garbage. food. Oh my god, uh, everything! If you, if you just if you and I hate to do this because it's one of those things like ignorance is bliss, but when you kind of get your eyes open to like how much stuff do you eat in America that comes out of a box, you're just like Jesus. It's a lot. It's a lot. You really got to be careful processed when you go food. to the grocery store, to- dude. Yeah. Now Sheila was saying this, and I don't know if this is true or not. We're both we're both unsure on this. The processed meat, the the fake meat, can they sell that without labeling it fake meat? Because she thinks that we may have had some because we we before we went on the trip, we bought some. It looked like hamburger, and then it was in the fridge and we forgot to cook it. It was there for like two weeks and it never turned. It never turned. Just grew like, a face. Just grew a face. Looked at you. And started voting it. Democrat. <laughs> Go Biden. So <laughs> like, it's time to throw it out. The meat's turned. Um, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But can they? I don't know. They, they should be forced to put on there, is it fake meat? I mean, if the FDA is going to be there to serve, then you should serve in the correct capacity. Meat. Meat that you can't beat. You can't beat this meat. Uh, anyway, Democrat was accused of promoting herself on taxpayer's dime under the guise of advertisements for senior services. Say, what? A mayor of a small town, unassuming town, on the outskirts of Chicago, that's your first problem right there, where the median income is, get this, 24000 per year. What city? What? what 24000 a year is the median income where the hell do you live? I want to go. Well, I don't want to move there because you know it's going to be like the ghetto. Ghetto. I'm going to live there. Mexico? Dude, Mexico, even less, but still. 24000 a year? How do you live? It's got to be government subsidies. It has to be. Um, they've been living, okay, she's been living a life of a royal as she is deemed by critics to exhibit antics that are both corrupt, meaning what they consider an overuse of her power, and hilarious to the point where she belongs on a comedy show like Parks and Recreation. Tiffany Henyard, a progressive Democrat, was elected as mayor of Dalton, Illinois in April of 2021 municipal elections. She is also the supervisor of Thornton Township. For these positions, she brings home more than the state's governor, nearly 300,000. She calls herself a super mayor and frequently posts messages that suggest that God chose me. Where have we seen this before, Josh? Mm, Doesn't end well. (laughs) (laughs) In one of the greatest examples derided by critics, Henyard, Put an ordinance in place that if she lost her election to be mayor in the upcoming elections, the future mayor's salary would be reduced from over 200000 to 25000 But if Henyard wins, the salary would remain the same. Fox 32 found. Oh, the corruption. Oh, the corruption. The move was seen by critics as a way of scaring away her competition. Henyard has met criticisms from her trustees on how she spends the town's money. 
uh, who have demanded receipts for the charges on the town's card that they have accused her of running up the tab for expenses without approval. Not only are the residents in the dark, but the trustees are in the dark, said trustee Tammy Brown. In response to criticisms such as this, Henyard posted a picture of her trustees and called them haters. If you're watching this, the show, I've got the picture for you right here. This is on TikTok, and her name is Super Mayor Henyard, and it says, when your haters try to block blessings, but God has his hand on you. Uh, trustees calling to vote finish. no to move Dalton forward. You do what? I hate when people do that. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't use God. Don't use God. You know God, you're wrong. Yeah, God hates you. <laughs> God yes. thinks you're a liar. Talking about uses his name in vain. That's a I clear know. example Tell of that. Tell me about your abortion stance now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest criticisms came from the expense charges to the town regarding a trip to Las Vegas that was supposedly for a conference. The airfare for the trip alone cost thousands of dollars, including over 3000 on a one-round trip ticket. To Vegas? Vegas tickets are cheap. That's the one place you can go in America where tickets are not going to be cheap. You're going to spend a buttload when you get there. Yep. Don't get that twisted, even if you're not gambling. But you spend $3,000 on a round-trip ticket to Vegas? You had to, I mean, naturally, you had to fly first class. You had to have. But even still, from Illinois, that's, that's not that far. Yeah, but yeah. <sighs> you you got to love that. You just, you just got to love that. In a viral clip from WGN that some dubbed the single greatest interview of the year, Henyard was put on the spot about credit card expenses. Her responses shocked some critics who believed it was too funny to be real. Henyard responded by humming, mmm, when asked whether she has been to Las Vegas by a local reporter. Uh, mm. Please, please let there be a video clip of this. I, I need to hear this firsthand. Damn it. It doesn't see. Oh, come what was on. your response? Mmm. There is no video clip. Damn it. I wanted to hear this. I need. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like the family guy. Black yeah. Oh, I know the founder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girl, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was quoted as saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta love that. <laughs> Oh, my Jesus. Thank God it's Friday. Oh, my God. She was quoted on the record as saying, mm-hmm. Oh, I know, mm -hmm. night night. Oh, my God. And if, uh, okay. <laughs> um, what is that? Did you fly first class to Las Vegas? Asked Ben Bradley, an investigative reporter at WGN regarding the $3,000 flight. Any other questions, Henyard said. As she smiled at him. Uh, no, so you're not wrong to answer how taxpayer dollars are being spent. That seems odd, the reporter responded. I just answered your questions, Henyard said. You said that you wouldn't answer a question about Las Vegas, the reporter said. You asked me a question and I responded, Henyard said. Bradley had some follow-up questions about the nearly $400 spent at a hot and juicy crawfish in Las Vegas and other dinners near the Las Vegas Strip that cost hundreds of dollars each. To date, the mayor has produced two music videos that features city workers, such as police dancing or boosting her image by being in the background as she lip-syncs the songs. Uh, Just making people's lives better. What? <laughs> Freaking what? video at a time. Yeah. Oh my some god! Some grown meat, <laughs> peasant. Uh, this is—you don't even see this in Russia. You don't see this with Putin. Putin doesn't dare be this cringe. 
I mean, maybe in North Korea. I can see this in North Korea. The small town's mayor's Instagram reflects that she frequently uses a professional stylist to help her with her wardrobe before making public appearances at community event or town meetings with her trustees. Dalton has a little bit more than 20,000 residents in the town. She also has a makeup artist and a hairdresser whom she uses before public appearances and photo shoots that are used for the country, the county's billboards. More on that later. It is unclear how and if those vendors are compensated by their services and how much it could cost to fund dozens of outfit selections and professional styling. When Fox News asked how the services were paid for, the mayor did not immediately respond. Oh, she a classy bitch. <laughs> she classy. Look at this. Look at the 20,000 residents and you're doing this at a 300,000 a man. That's like Congress members. Well, I mean, when you start off, don't even make that much. In addition, the Democrat super mayor of the town of a handful of residents has been criticized for spending hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars on security. For what? For what? Entourage. Hoggard ha- can be seen arriving at town events for seniors or for a Christmas celebration like a celebrity as police officers and security take her hand and escort her in and out of the backseat of a black SUV. This is, wow. Fox 30, what would you call this? What condition would this be called? Uh, what, what would you call it? everybody. I mean, no, but she actually believes this. She yeah. legit, you don't think so? Oh, she no. does. Come on. No. Come on. She does. This is a full-on hustle. Well, of course it's a hustle. But I'm just saying, though, it just feels like, what, what would this, like, mental thing be classified as? What would you call this? I mean, narcissism for sure. But I feel like everything is dubbed as narcissism these days. Like every everybody's a narcissist, especially with women, single women. They're so desperate that everything, you know, it, it's never anybody else's problem. It's the fact that everybody else is a narcissism. It's like, even though you're a crazy bitch. Ain't nothing? No, okay. I'm just saying. Seems to be a common trend. It does. It does. Maybe that's just me. But Dane... Hold on. Fox 32 reported that when one of their reporters tried to ask the mayor how she spends taxpayer dollars, she was removed by security. Dane Placco asked Henyard a few months ago about her use of tax dollars. She was quickly hustled out of the room by armed security, the outlet said. Oh. Wow. So what happened to freedom of the press? No? Nope. Nope. Not here. Um, her use of security mystified some of her trustees who couldn't fathom why it was necessary. Why would you need a security detail? Trustee Tammy Brown said after a year, a year after her election, she faced a recall effort in which a majority of the votes wanted to cast her out. The recall effort failed when a court invalidated the results. Really? Really? The court invalidated the results. Who sat on that court? Who's the judge? Um, one of the reasons the recall effort was initiated was because Henyard hired a convicted sex offender as a code enforcement officer, a job in which he goes into Dalton homes and businesses to inspect them and make sure they are up to code. I think I can speak for everybody that's listening to the show when I say, where the fur? Are they related? They have to be. This has got to be nepotism in some fashion. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Don't they supposed to do, 
don't they supposed to do background checks before they allow these people to in these? I'm I don't speak stupid. I, I I'm sorry. The peasant lingo. I don't. Ebonics is the language of peasants. I don't understand this. Oh my God! Don't they supposed to do background checks before they allow these people to in these kinds of positions? A resident said. What him name is? It is 2024. And if you're still speaking like this, you know proper English. You know what prop he ain't that bit out. No, I'm sorry. I refuse to acknowledge this type of gutter lingo. It's lazy. It uh, it's an insult. It's an affront on the ears. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. When you speak this lingo, you deserve to be with the peasant class. Get away from me. I don't want you touching me. I don't want you anywhere near me. You sound like Cardi B. You sound like you make music for people that go to Waffle House for gift cards. That's what you sound like. Get away from me. Don't they supposed to do that background? Oh, girl, girl, what you know? Let me take you to a movie theater. I'm sure you go over like a fart in church. Yeah. Oh, girl, don't go behind that door. Shut the fuck up. Maybe that's why you have, oh, do I dare say it? Maybe that's why you have such single parenthood, such single household. The dude, it's not that the black dudes are cheating. It's like, I can't stand this bitch. I'm out. It's like, I kind of get that. I do kind of get that. Oh, did I hurt your feelings? I don't care. You say racist shit about white people all the time and you get away with it. Now we're going to throw some comedy back at you. He didn't do nothing. In response to the failed recall effort, Henyard showed up to the next board meeting, blasting a disco song and began dancing on the podium. Please tell me it was a twerk. Why is there no video of this? Why is there no video of this? When, was that? when, what, when, uh, when did she do the dance? October 3rd, 2022. How y'all doing? She said, blaring into the microphone during an October 3rd, 2022 meeting. Ain't no stopping us now, she's saying. We on the move. Ain't no stopping us now. We on the move. It was one example of the many antics that raised eyebrows. This is a public servant. Who's this we? You got to love the dynamic there. The we. The juxtaposition of, if you're not on my side, you must be a hater and you like seeing people fail. Oh, it's brilliant. It's commonly used. But then if you have an education level of, I don't know, a third grader, you can see right through it. Oh, I found it. Oh, you found the clip? Stop. Is it on? Oh, please tell me it's there. It's on YouTube. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, can you email it to me, please? Yeah. Okay. Ain't no stopping us now, she's saying. Oh, by the way, Pastor Jake Shields. You see this? I think we talked about this before. Hmm. He has that mega church. I think it's here in Dallas. Is his name Jake Shields? Mm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? He's got a super, you might know, because of the church, the circuit. T.D. Jakes? T.D. Jakes, that's yeah. it. Yeah, T.D. Jakes. You see that? That came out about him? Refresh me. Uh, apparently, he's known as a power bottom by attending P. Diddy uh, parties and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the media didn't go near it. And apparently people that were posting about it on Twitter or Instagram were getting banned. Uh, TD Jake's gay? Question mark? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is coming to us one week ago. Um, and I don't, I don't follow the preachers. I did just, I, I think these people are charlatans. But um, Potter's House Bishop TD Jake's has allegedly been accused of sexual assault. Bishop T.D. Jakes could be in hot water amid new accusations pointing to sexual assault. In the past, Time Magazine called T.D. Jakes America's best preacher. Sean Diddy Combs is also facing sexual assault allegations, which is how the potential T.D. Jakes scandal came to light. 
We would love for our bishops to be fine and upstanding people, but that's not always the case. And age-old stories of sexual abuse in the church have morphed into stereotypes about church leaders. And as it turns out, T.D. Jakes might fit right into that box. Akin to Billy Graham in popularity and style, T.D. Jakes has been called America's best preacher by Time Magazine, among other titles. But after the allegations against Sean Combs, a.k.a. Diddy, came out in late 2023, the T.D. Jakes scandal was soon to follow. Combs has been accused of sexual assault, and abuse that occurred throughout his relationship with R&B singer Cassie Ventura. Now, a TikTok video that made its way to Twitter alleges that Ventura provided more evidence against Combs that also incriminates Jake's. The T.D. Jake's controversy includes sexual assault allegations and closeted homosexuality. After Combs settled his first major lawsuit, Ventura was encouraged to go to the feds with more evidence, according to a TikToker. Uh, it should be noted, however, that everything is alleged and without any confirmed sources, there's no way of knowing how true this information is. Regardless, Johnson has seen some interesting accusations to share, to say the least. Um, uh, yeah, but there was there's more that came out about this, though, in a sense of like T.D. Jakes is known for attending P. Diddy parties and being a well-known power bottom in the gay community. And it's all allegations, but... He's be one of my favorite. Pre- I, a lot of I people met, like him. I met Michael Irving when I was like 22 years old. You mean like the receiver? Yeah. Michael Irving? Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, he took me to his church with him. His- Michael Irving took you to church? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was like 22 years old. Well, you just said, come with me? Uh, I had met him in the gym. Okay. And he was listening to, um, I, he- I heard him listening to T.D. Jakes. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that was one of my favorite preachers. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. He's, you should go with me sometime. I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. He's like, so when I was leaving the... Uh, Get ready to leave. He had me his number. He's like, yeah, give me a call. Shut the hell up. Yeah. Michael Irvin. Yeah. Do you still have that number? Uh, I don't have it anymore now. You had Michael Irving's number. But it was a good service. I used to really like T.D. Jakes. So I haven't listened I mean, to his stuff. I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to... Uh, I thought his, a lot of his messages I thought were really solid. I haven't listened to him in a long time. But well, I feel like a lot of these preachers, though, they, they don't go near doctrine. Yeah, you they, just can't put these people up on a pedestal. Yeah. And make them into, yeah. you know, golden idols. I want to see some sermons about Paul and the Corinthians. I want to see some devotionals. Devotionals that make people squirm in the pews. They're kind of like, ooh, that one hit me right in the face. Because it, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you and be real with you. The one thing I did love about being and growing up in a Pentecostal church was it wasn't just all the, the speaking in tongues, but it was the fact that the preacher did not hold back from belting you over the head with the Bible, figuratively. Meaning when he's preaching, and, and something hits you and offends you, you have to ask yourself why. You need that correction. Yes, yeah, I call. Maybe it's T.D. Jakes. Ah, I have a dream. I'm going to get you on the bottom. Bro. I don't know. I don't know. Yellow. Yeah, what's up, boys? I was just wondering if Hobo Chili could call in and impersonate the lady you were talking about earlier that was speaking in your bonics. That'd be hilarious. We we don't we don't make demands like that. You can't you can't rush art, okay? You don't rush art. You let it just come naturally. I, My God, you can't just you right, can't, right, you can't demand crap. an artist just do this. I mean, how dare you, sir? How dare you? Hobo is a professional, and I don't know what you're talking about. Hobo never does that. Hobo, it's it's always the authentic. You person know, John, that does that. Eat. <laughs> you know, John, eat my pussy, bitch. All right. That just got awkward. Bro, that took a very weird turn. But Hobo, <laughs> you your presence has been requested, sir. Ain't no stopping us now, she's saying. We on the move. Ain't no stopping. Ain't no stopping now. We on the move. We on the move. Ain't no stopping now. Ain't no stopping.
happening? All I can see now is Eddie Murphy in like various different costumes, like the old lady. Ain't no stopping now. I watched um, Coming to America too, on the way home. Yeah, horrible. You didn't like it? They should never have done that. Coming to America, the first one was hilarious. Oh yeah, the acting was atrocious. It that was, was like right. watching a '90s movie. Like, I don't know. It, it just it, it was okay. I think I think the the crux of it is like the dude is gonna marry the daughter of another guy, and she's like a trained dog. It's like, but I'm actually in love with this other woman that thinks for herself. It's like, has this storyline not been beat to death like a lot? No. My God, even Wakanda had a better storyline than this crap. <laughs> it did. It did. I'm just like, eh. I mean, Eddie Murphy was hilarious. He was good in it. Um, I think the really cool part was you saw a lot of older actors. I saw, you know, Arsenio Hall, yeah. Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, the, the, the wife, the girl. I forget her name. She's a very beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. Very beautiful woman. They come back. Um, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was all right. I thought it was cheesy as I hell. I mean, it's not. Cheesy as hell. Don't even see it. Not even worth it. That, that other movie, though, um, Creator. Talked about that. It's called Creator. It was in theaters, I think, briefly. It's about AI, and it's really good, really good. Kind of has like a Mandalorian feel to it. You know, the baby Yoda, they got to protect. Well, it's the same, kind of similar, but you got an AI baby slash human. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. I don't even know where that's coming from, but yeah. Coming to America. Uh, oh, oh, I tell you something about AI. Okay. Yeah, you got to, yeah, yeah. Sheila does that to me. I, it must be something with y'all's brains. I don't know what it is. Like we're talking we, about coming to him. It was in the yeah, chat, but we'd already moved on to something else. Yeah. And then you make a reference for something we were previously well, talking about. And then you Terrell expect in to, the chat brought up a good, I mean, well, Terrell is stupid. Iconic I don't care. Terrell is movie. No, I'm just kidding. Terrell, you're not stupid, especially if you subscribe. If you, if you don't subscribe, you're stupid. If you subscribe, you're, you're not stupid. That's the way it works here. Those are the rules, folks. Those are the rules. If we can get at least five subscribers today, Josh is going to take off his hat. If we can get 15, Josh will take off a shoe. Yeah. Moving on up. I like how you're doing all this without my permission. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You have no rights here. You are a sexual object that we will objectify. Um, I can't stop it. This is so good. Jack Mack from Barstool Sports said he believed Henyer was the funniest, most corrupt politician in the United States of, in America. For antics, he believed. Uh, did you email me the clip? Yeah. Okay. I got to pull this up. I got. Oh, my God. This is. I'm looking forward to this. I get the uh, the appeal of this. Like, she is a horrible human being, but it's funny. Oh, yeah, it's all over the news now, apparently. I'm seeing this pop up everywhere. Hmm. Let me pull this up real quick. Board meeting. Oh, here we go. Here's the, let me get the headphones on. So this is the clip. All right. Every time. Here we go. Skip the ad, boom. How y'all doing? Ain't no stopping us now. We on the move. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Hey. Ain't no stopping us now. We on the move. Thank y'all for coming out. I appreciate this. Okay. I see you. <laughs> You, you were feeling that, huh? I feel you. <laughs> the white dude, like, he's only gets up. He's like, I'm taking a picture of this dumb shit. Yeah. This goes on for two hours and 30. Hold on. Approval. 
then it's not a, it's not a democracy, it's a monarch. She can just do what she wants, spend what she wants, pay what she wants, do what she wants, whatever, regardless of what we say. And that's just not how governments ran. So this is unfortunate that we have to take out a loan to pay bills. That's irresponsible. Oh, dang, he's going right. after her. So for the record, let's clear it up because, again, they keep thinking they know and they don't know. So we're not taking out a loan necessary to pay bills. As you know, or anybody that follows government, we normally get income tax money or ta property tax money around this time. We are not getting them funds in. So we have to take out money to stay above water as relates to moving forward. Every single municipality. Wait, wait, okay. Uh, there, there's like so much to unpack there. It's like, what do you mean you're not getting property tax money? Okay, but why are you getting property tax money? But secondly, yes, you are taking out a loan. Like, your own dude just called you out. Well, first off, they don't know. Okay? You don't know what you don't know. Okay? Okay? Oh, God. Wow. Wow. That's a sad classic example. The gentleman is in the right. He, he 100%. This is not a monarch. Monarchy. You can't just go spend. Say, like, well, first off, you don't know. This is, this is the sad part about the black community in America. You've got people like him that actually want to do right by the taxpayers. They want to do right by those that elected them to that position. Instead, you're met with this nonsensical black thing of the, you're you just down now. Okay, okay, we end the moment. What? What? This is a circus. I'm sorry. You can keep that nonsense at home. This is business. God bless that dude. I, 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 man, I don't know how you deal with it, dude. I don't know how you deal with it. How did she get elected? Stupid voters, stupid voters. When you appeal, man, that's the sad thing. When you appeal to people like that, to voter bases like that, they will elect you. What was she doing prior to this? I wonder. Probably broke AF. I'd imagine. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, Somebody said, we did have a good time in Vegas, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Village of Dalton. Let's see how many other videos are here. Uh, we got the board meeting, regular board meeting, um, conversation with the mayor. Hold on. Oh, God. This I feel like we're going down a very, very um, dangerous rabbit hole of just retardation. Let's see what this is. Good afternoon, residents of Dalton. It's your super mayor, Tiffany A. Henry, the people's mayor. Just a friendly reminder, tomorrow, conversation with the mayor is back this Wednesday, October 18th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. here at Village Hall. And guess what? I am so ready to talk to you about all of our new projects, grants, windows and roof programs, streets and alley repavement projects, and much, much more. We will also have Cook County here to discuss flood recovery, especially for the September 7th. Okay, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I just... Oh, man, they know the system. She knows the system, and she's milking it. She is milking the hell out of it. Um, Jack McInbar says, okay, uh, uh, he also said that he believed Henry was a real-life comedy skit and that there was a real-life parks and rec situation going on in the town. In addition, Fox 32 found the taxpayers were responsible for billboard images of Henyard with language including that broadcast city services. The local Fox 32 reported one says fresh produce, another senior services, and another simply says we offer general assistance. There's a phone number, but you wouldn't know what it's for unless you can read the tiny letters. 
The Thornton Township paid more than $10,000 for the vinyl signs themselves and more than $12,000 to clear channel outdoor advertising for one month's rental of billboards, Fox 32 reported. Henyard signs were accused of using taxpayer dollars for self-promotion. An Illinois election attorney with 50 years of experience, Bert Oldison, told Fox 32, when I first looked at it, I thought, what's she running for now? Because that's what it shouts out. There was a blatant attempt to promote herself politically, Alton said. The township should have paid for these if they did, or should not have paid for these if they did, and I'm sure they did. Uh, well, first of all, I don't think, or I don't, I didn't know anything about them, said Thornton, township trustee Chris Gonzalez. Henyard did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Oh, she's going to jail. She's going to jail. That's corruption at the highest level. Dude, you're going to have the feds breathing down your neck. The IRS is going to come after you. You kidding me? You think so? Oh, well, yeah, fair enough. She's a Democrat in black. All she has to do is say gay and they'll probably, you know, make yeah. her president. Winning. Winning. We doing. We going. We going. We growing. We in the zone. We moving. And Ma'am, we'll we're literally bankrupt. We have potholes and citizens are leaving. That is. <laughs> can you imagine having having her as a mayor? It couldn't be no. any worse than what we got in Dallas right now. I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to lie. That cheered me up. It's nice to look down your nose at people, isn't it? <laughs> hmm, wow. You're retarded. Makes me feel good about myself. Good Lord. Good Lord. Oh, my gosh. Mark Cuban back in the news going at it with Elon Musk over DEI. Talked yeah. about it yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Where do you stand on that? What I do you think? It's stupid. I think it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Elon Musk made a great He's like, well, where are all the short white Asian women on their basketball Mark court. Cuban was like, no, no, no. That's in the administration part of it. It's like, no, so then it's not, it's not, yeah. no, you're picking the best players mm -hmm. to put on your team. No. You stupid idiot. Don't try to, you big dumb, you big dummy, you big stupid dumb. That's uh, why he, his, he, he and people like him in the NBA have ruined basketball for millions of people. Why would you say that? Because you don't want to watch it. Why? Because of all their political shit. I don't oh. want to watch LeBron thought, James. Did, did, I don't want to watch all these people. I just oh, want to okay. watch you play basketball. I thought Cuba, didn't he take a stance like he didn't want to do anything like that? No. He's, I don't follow him, so He's a big-time leftist. Oh, he is? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, clearly, leftist. if he's supporting DEI. Yeah. The guy's pandering at heart. He's pandering to the audience on this one. DEI is worthless. DEI. It's stupid. Yeah. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. inclusion. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. It's, it's its own political ideology is what it is. The guy at Harvard... Um, Crap. I wish I, I would have retweeted it, but he goes and he does a long Twitter thread on him going to Harvard and investigating all the anti-Semitism and the DEI. And he said, I was fooled. He's like, I thought DEI stood for that. He's like, it's not. It's its own political or activist organization favoriting nothing but minorities. Yeah. And it's racist at heart. That's all you're doing is yeah. judging people by the color of their skin. Yeah. Instead of the mm -hmm. content of their character, yeah. which I mean, it's, it, yeah. it kind of violates the whole, is. Yeah. hundred percent. Elon Musk isn't convinced by Mark Cuban's defense of DEI. His hypocrisy convinces no one. He's very hypocritical. Very. Elon Musk called Mark Cuban's defense of DEI a desperate attempt at virtue signaling. His hypocrisy convinces no one, Musk wrote on X. DEI Musk said, it's just another word for racism. And it's 100% true. It's 100% true. Yeah. Um, Mark Cuban is desperately trying to virtue to signal his virtue, but his hypocrisy convinces no one, Musk said. LOL, Cuban replied. Cuban has published several ex-posts on the benefits of DEI policies on Wednesday. And and I, I actually read this, and it's so racist because, and I'm paraphrasing here, and you can go look this up on Twitter. I read 
his responses. I would love to have a sit down with Mark Cuban and say, let's talk to EI and how racist you truly are. Because yeah. the response is sometimes it takes people from certain communities to communicate with other people from those communities. Like, so what you're doing is pandering based upon a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Now, here's the difference. Some people would call that racism. That's saying, uh, we're going to hire this black girl to go out to this black community because it'll resonate with them. Now, here's the crazy part. Is that true? Probably. Does that sit? Does that fit the move narrative of DEI? No, it doesn't. Like, that's what I don't get about him. You're saying that we have to hire certain select people because it resonates with their communities. It's like, I get the premise of what you're saying, but that's not what DEI is supposed to be about. That's not diversity. Diversity is saying that we're hiring people based upon this idea of sexuality, race, regardless of the community we're trying to target. That's what DEI supposedly is about, but it's not. So Cuban like undermines himself here. I think it's just stupid. Oh, it's yeah, 100%. Cost companies how much? I think it's I would never, we would never implement DEI here. It's ridiculous. Absolutely not. We won't even hire women. Ah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) Just saying. But the funny part about this though, is that the rest of them, they make good points. Like, when are we going to see a short Asian on the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, you're or not. You, and when also, are you going to see more white people on the basketball team? There you go. When are you going to see it in the NBA? Our, our when are you going to see it in the NFL? Yeah. What are there two white people on their basketball team? Mm-hmm. The rest are all African-American I players. looked that up yeah. yesterday. The Mavericks are predominantly black oh, and yeah. no other minority. And no other minority. It's black and white. your NBA. Yep. And it's, here's the other crazy part. His pharmaceutical company he just launched, how many black people are on that board? Zero. Well, shocker. None. The shocker. only minorities they have... Asians. That guy's a joke. And one Hispanic. He's a joke. He's an idiot. I He's a moron. I wouldn't support anything that guy does. No, he's an idiot. That's what it's. A couple honkies. Yeah. I, I, it'd be nice if he just left Dallas altogether. He's a moron. You know, the guy's just an idiot. Moved to New York. But I love people there. that like defend him. It's like, well, he's a billionaire. It's like, he's a stupid billionaire. Yeah. He's a douchebag. He is. So. Yeah. Big old dumb douchebag. Douche. Big douche. Last, most certainly not least, the one thing the media is not talking about, the trans shooter. Iowa school shooter believed to have posted an omnibus TikTok video before killing a sixth grader and wounding five other. And again, why is this not being talked about? This is not trending in the news. It's not even trending on Twitter. It's not even trending anywhere. Yeah, it's Democrats huh. jump all over this when it's gun violence, specifically towards a school. When it's a freak show, degenerate, well, then suddenly, oh, we don't cover that. Why is that? Well, folks, you know why. I mean, come on. I don't have to explain that. Moments before a 17-year-old unleashed gunfire at Iowa Perry's High School, killing a sixth grader and wounding five other, the student is believed to have posted a foreboding TikTok. On the morning shooter, Dylan, whatever his face is, opened fire. A TikTok post believed to be from the shooter shows him inside the school bathroom posing with a blue duffel bag captioned, Now We Wait. The song Stray Bullet by the German band KMFDM accompanied the post, which has been removed from the platform. The student gunman who carried out the 1999 massacre at Columbine High School in Colorado 
also had cited the group's lyrics, CNN reported. Butler, who also died amidst Thursday's horror, a law enforcement officer told CNN, made a number of social media posts in and around the time of the shooting, said Mitch Mordvet, assistant director of the Iowa Department of Public Safety Division of Criminal Investigation. Law enforcement are working to secure those pieces of evidence. I did see Alex Stein is up there in Iowa right now because everybody's going to Iowa because the caucusing state or everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, we're 11 days, 10 days out from the Iowa caucus voting. And Alex Stein went to the press conference and he literally has these officers on camera saying, why aren't you telling us anything? And he's trolling them, but they deserve it. He's like, who is it? Who, how many died? They didn't tell him anything. And now you know why. I said everything to Alex. Like, you need to look at this. I don't know if he's seen it yet or not, but it's like, it's a trans shooter. They're not going to touch this. They're not going to, it's on people like Alex and the rest of us get this word out and say, this is like what the second or third trans school shooter media crickets, young kid crickets, 17 year old. I'm telling these people are destroying these young people, these young kids. Yeah. (laughs) You're not wrong for the sake of what their ideology, the pumping them full of hormones. Yeah. Screwing with their brains. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. They're, they're destroying these. These kids. All for the sake of what? Perversion. Perversion. To what? Prove that your lifestyle is acceptable and right? It's it's nuts to me. This is the this is the level that which you're willing to go to to stand on your principles of saying that transgender people are real. Uh dude, yeah. I'm at a loss. I'm really at a loss. That's why one thing I like about Vivek is he is willing to step out yeah. and say I do like uh, that about transgenderism him, yeah. is a mental issue. Yeah. I agree. I Which, agree. I mean, we should all be able to say, yeah, if you're yeah. a man and you're saying you're a woman, there's obviously something in your brain that's not. Well, that's why I feel there's something wrong with you mentally that you need some yeah. help. Well, you I feel like hormones. Yeah, I feel like conservatives have kind of taken that bait to say live and let live. And say, but and I get that. But how can you live and let live with a clearly a, a massive psychological disorder? That's not normal. No, it's not normal. So it's just like, you know, I'm thinking out loud here. If the libertarian aspect of live and let live, your right to do whatever you want, and I do agree with that. If you want to be a transgender, it's like you have the right to do that. It's like, but I, I feel like I don't have to accept that because it's just like, there's, there, you know, it'd be like, do you accept, um, excuse me, Jesus Christ, is your Lord and Savior? <laughs> do you accept um, schizophrenia? Should no. we normalize that? No, you no, don't. you need to be treated for that. So why are we doing it with transgenderism? But the one thing I've noticed though is that transgenderism has been accepted in the conservative movement. And I, I do realize why, because it is the whole live and let live thing. But it's like, but why are we accepting a psychological disorder and attempting to normalize it for the sake of politics? Yeah, I don't think you have to be mean to somebody. Oh, Corey. I mean, yeah, I'm to, not saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that's the, the yeah. way to go. But no. definitely acknowledging that there's an issue yeah. mentally. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. But to sit there and say that we should, this should be normalized and mainstreamed in the GOP, nope. I don't think that's, you know, I used no. to believe in that. I did. But now it's just like, I don't think that's where we should be going. I think it should be, you need help. It should not be normalized. And to sit there and say that you support transgenders, I cannot agree with that. That's like saying I support schizophrenia and enabling schizophrenia behavior. I I don't agree with that. I do think there's some people, especially young kids, who latch onto that identity as trans because they feel accepted and that kind of stuff. Oh, they get to be a victim. They're automatically in the victim class, and therefore they're a hero. But you also see those kids who turn into adults who regret the decisions that they made or that were made for them when they were kids, you know, taking hormones and not being able to have children as a result of that. Yep. I agree. Butler, who also died amidst Thursday's horror, uh, excuse me, okay, new details are also emerging about whether Butler may have been bullied, though it doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter if you're bullied to sit there no. and take a gun no. and go murder innocent people. It doesn't matter. Um, new, okay. Uh, though his motive might never been confirmed. He was found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. More of it said, good, go to hell. Still investigators are trying to determine why Butler entered the school with pump up action shotgun and small caliber handgun. More of it said officers also discovered a rudimentary explosive device after the killer went on it. Where did he get this from? Where did he get this from? It's a good question. This was in Iowa. Where did this kid get this from? An explosive device? 17 years old? Now, what explosive? We, we, we talking about like an M80 firecracker? We're like, well, hold on. We talking about like plastique? You say explosive device. I need some clarification there. Is that rudimentary? Uh, let me see. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. Discovered a rudimentary explosive device. After, very good catch. Uh, after the killer went on a deadly rampage before classes started on the first day back to school since winter break, uh, the attack marked the second shooting on a U.S. school property in just the first few days of this year. Last year, more than 80 such shootings erupted on school grounds nationwide. Um, okay. It sounds horrible, but you, you're talking about out of a population of 350 million, 80 schools, it's horrible, regardless of which way you cut that. Yeah. But in a nation of 320 million guns, um, those statistics are not bad comparatively to what they could be, yeah. to what they legitimately could be. I'm still saying it's wrong. It should, it should be zero. Yeah. It should be zero. But that's not going to happen until we start putting security at schools and arming the teachers. Yep. Then it stops. Like, this is the thing that irks me about it's Democrats. That easy. It's just that easy. Like, if you look at the two different, if you look at Democrats versus Republicans on how they want to fix school shootings, number one, this is what Democrats want. You want to ban firearms. Let's go with that, okay? Let's go with this. You want to ban firearms. Number one, that's not even pragmatic. You cannot even do that. Of a nation of 320 million guns, there is a gun behind every blade of grass. The Japanese said this about America, okay? <laughs> That's not even pragmatic, but let's say like you try that application. Like you try that, that mentality or that, that uh, rather, excuse me, that, 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 uh, that belief. How long do you think it's going to take to remove every single weapon from every, it's impossible. Impossible. Never going to happen. America's too far on that. Yep. Second thing they want to do, universal background checks. That's what they're going to say. We've already got that. Yeah. This kid was 17. He wasn't even legal to buy a firearm at all. Got it illegally. The trans shooter, the previous trans shooter, wasn't of age. Same. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was of age. No. Didn't release the manifesto wait, either. Wait. Maybe she was. I, I think she was like twenty. No. Well. Maybe. According to, I think you have to be twenty-one to buy a rifle. Or Damn. is it opposite? Maybe it's twenty-one to get a pistol. And eight, yeah, yeah, it's twenty-one for a pistol. Well, I mean, that's. I think that's Texas. I could be wrong on that. It was. I never understood. It was like eighteen to get a shotgun, and then I think it was like twenty-one to get a pistol. I could be wrong on that one. Um, uh, it was in Iowa. Oh, the other manifest. Um, I forget. I live in Iowa. Iowa is a conservative area, except the area where this loser lived and the other big cities. Guess where all the shooting happened? Yeah, twenty-one for a pistol. Thank you, lazy sheep. Um, yeah. So to the original point, Democrats want to ban it. It's not pragmatic. It's not going to happen, and people are still going to get it. Same with drugs. Same with abortion. Same with everything. Well, the Covenant school shooter was twenty-eight. 28? Yeah, the 28-year-old. Wow. Um, but either either way, though, you're not going to ban the weapons. So the alternative is, say, more gun laws, more gun restrictions. It doesn't change anything. Black market still exists. You're still going to get your hands on guns. Criminals are still going to do this. What you have done, though, is you've disarmed law-abiding citizens that are willing to defend themselves and others. 
Now, Republicans are saying, look, here's the fix. Arm the teachers or put armed security in the schools. That's all you got to do. Just put it and in, it stops. Yeah, that's the it. Memphis shooter and that manifesto that got leaked, part of it, was said the reason that she picked that was because of low security. I'm surprised that a Christian private school didn't have security. Yeah. They should. You should. It's not that hard. That security serves as a deterrent. When a criminal, would-be criminal, would-be school shooter sees that, they're not going to do it. No. They're not. When they see opposition, they realize that person's going to gun me down before I can get to those kids. They're going to say, what's the easiest route of entry and access to the unarmed? When they see security there, they realize this is a hard target. If I try and carry a bag into the school, they're going to stop me. So what am I going to do? The easiest route of infill. And that's what happens every yeah. single time. But Democrats, what do you do? No, we shouldn't put guns around schools. You put them in banks. You put them in courthouses. Yeah. You put them in various, I mean, you put them in the airport. Yeah. Everywhere where kids are at. You even have security in hospitals where kids are born. But schools, no, 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 that's off limits. You do realize these guns don't jump out of the holsters of the security and shoot the kids. How long have we had police officers on? I mean, my God, they were called uh, LSOs or uh, what do they call them? Uh, oh my God, my God, uh, the uh, the campus security, campus officers. Had this for years. Yeah. But now when you see Democrats trying to defund this and pull security away, can you, it's just, it's disgusting. Like I would generally feel if there was a Democrat representative that voted for this and then got it and my child was killed in a school shooting, I'd probably go kill that Democrat. I'd probably do it. It's like, you're the causation of why my child died. Now you're going to die. Because that's the problem with a lot of the stuff out here. You face no consequences. None. You make these decisions for the betterment of society, but you put these children at risk from criminal, I wouldn't say masterminds, but criminal murderers. And then when it happens, what do you do? You blame Republicans and you face no responsibility, no accountability. It's going to come to a point now when people see this, I mean, if you're a parent, you lose, you've got nothing to lose at this point. It's like, I'm taking you with me now. Yeah. And it's like, this is on you. Your lack of accountability, your lack of prevention, your lack of ultimately leadership. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just feel like I think with more vigilante justice aimed in the right direction, a lot of the stuff will start course correcting. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? These kids walk into the schools and they start shooting it up and Democrats are like, oh, it's the Republicans' fault. Number one, there still has not been one mass murderer that was from the NRA, but you deem the NRA a terrorist organization. I think the NRA is worthless, but you deem them a terrorist organization. But then you get these trans wackos shooting up schools and you blame nothing, nothing on the LGBT mafia. I'm getting sick and tired of it. I'm getting sick and tired of it. Innocent people are being murdered because of this degeneracy and insanity that is in, that has just gripped this nation. Trans people, I'm sorry. This needs to stop. This needs to stop. Ugh. Train with firearms. Matter of fact, um, Jade struck. Rudy and Jade. Um, yeah. They moved to Dallas now. And she's doing courses. I'm going to enroll Sheila in one. Sheila's going to go to a uh, shooting course. Because I mean, it's like I could teach her, but I think like Jade, Jade's a professional shooter, you know, and she's a woman. She understands more of what Sheila's going through as far as like, you know, Sheila wants to become more proficient. I'm going to get her own little handgun for self-defense. 
Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to do one of the Jade's courses and she doesn't, they're like 230 bucks and it's, it's everything to do with pistols and like how to shoot, how to be confident with the weapon. I'm excited for that. I need to have Jade back on. Where is it? Here in Dallas. No, I mean like what part? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just talked to her yesterday. She invited me to a thing that Rudy's speaking at um, in like two weeks. It's a Christian father's thing. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. Sure. I'll go. I'll go check it out. I don't normally do those types of things. It's not really my, my scene, but it's Rudy. So I know. Love Rudy. Fruity Rudy. I got to have him back on the show. Haven't seen him in, uh, well, actually, no, he came to our old house. So like maybe three months ago, he was in between shooting. Um, he did that show. With the, uh, he's still what, doing that called? show. Yeah. He's still doing that show. I have to watch it because it looked pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I'm happy for him, dude. He deserves it. He deserves all the success. As hard as that guy has worked, as much crap as he's been through. Um, Tell you what, yeah. man, he looks fantastic. How old no, is he? Like, he's like 50 something. Yeah. He looks Rudy is one fantastic. of those dudes that makes me feel good. It's like, look, you're my motivation. I'm only 39, bro. He's like 50 something. And he looks insane. I know. Insane. That dude's a machine. But the thing I love about him though, is like when somebody says my age, like, look at him. What's your excuse? You got none. There is yeah. no excuse. That guy is still killing it. Still killing it. So, but dude, man, I love Rudy. Fruity, Fruity Rudy. And then when you meet him, it's like, oh no, I get it. I get the Fruity part. Like I've told this story so many times and I love this guy to death. The first time we met was at NRA and, um, it was uh, like I, I knew who he was briefly. It was like, I've heard of Rudy. Um, I never watched Generation Kill. I'm just not into those types of movies. It's nothing to do with him. It's just I don't like watching the Iraq shit. It's just, oh my God, it's so horribly produced. It, there's nothing authentic or real about it, but I haven't seen I haven't seen Generation Kill. So maybe that is accurate. I don't know. But anyway, um, but I'd seen Rudy in that. So we're walking through NRA and then I look over and I see Rudy Reyes there and he's in, oh man, I'm just talking. He's just like animated. Like he's just a good spirit. He looks over, oh my God, it's John Burke. And he comes and says, bro, I love your stuff, bro. And he's just like so positive. It's like, I can't hate this guy. Like I love this guy. Like, and I've never heard anything bad about him. And I mean, the, the, the things here and there you hear, it's like, yeah, you're just a hater. Rudy would give you the shirt off of his back. Like with me, I'd probably. Does spin he wear it. shirts? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, does he even wear shirts? <laughs> like, Rudy doesn't have to. On. He doesn't have to wear shirts. He can do whatever he wants. The guy's chiseled as hell. Even straight dudes, are like, mm hmm. So, <laughs> mm. Nah, but they're like, they're 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 a beautiful couple together, and they're such an age gap. Like Sheila and I've talked about this. It's like we talk about like dating in, in modern days. Like, but the rule of thumb doesn't apply to everybody. Sometimes yeah. you just have kindred spirits that connect, and him and Jade do. And they balance each other out very well. But, you know, we I went to another thing. It was like a book signing or some of his. And they invited me to come out and I flew out to see him. And um, we were having we were having drinks. Or no, I was speaking at an event. And he was too. And we were having drinks together. And we, we were talking. And he, he was still living in L.A. And he's like, oh, John, you simply must come and visit us. And I'm like, bro, I'm about to slap the gay out of you. You better stop that. You better start sounding like a freaking Marine again. And he, he laughed. Like, but he's, that's what called Fruity Rudy. But Rudy is one of those guys that is so confident in his happiness and what he's done. Like I, Rudy should a long time ago, he should have been like the Jean-Claude Van Damme action star. He's got the looks. I haven't seen his acting. I haven't seen any of his stuff. I, I just, it's not appealing to me and not because of him. But like I said, those types of genres, I like, it was hard enough to watch um, like the Hornet's Nest, which is about our unit in Afghanistan. It's like, I hate watching stuff like this. Um, but anyway, Rudy is one of those guys now that he's been filming this TV show. I forget what it's called. I'm sorry. I should know this. I actually saw it playing in the gym yeah. and I texted it's on uh, Fox. It's on Fox. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's about SAS or who dares he, who dares or something like that. Yeah. It's on all a, these. Yeah. It's celebrities these celebrities and take through all uh -huh. these. Uh, and I think Rudy is the American representation of special Force because he was a Marine force recon, yeah. but you got SAS over there. So it is so cool 
to see him doing this now. It's like, bro, if I could, th- there, there is not a more deserving person that deserves this success. Special because, Forces. No, that's not the name of it. I don't think that's the name of it. That's what Brindlebauer said. Special Forces on Fox. No. Is that it? No, I thought it was something else. Who dares wins. Thank you. I think it's who, who dares. That's the SAS motto. I think, yeah. Are you sure? I don't want to get this. I need to get Rudy back in here so he can promote it himself. But uh, oh, that guy's animated as hell. But they were at her house like a few months ago before we moved to the new ones. So they need to come out. But no, they move uh, SAS who dares wins. That's it. Thank you. Yes. Um, they're on like season two or three now. Um, but he's, uh, I think he's pushing 60 now. Just looked it up on wiki. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah. To see him where he's at now, and then Jade, you know, she's been through a lot. I'm not going to say she's innocent of all of it. I know Jade. I love her to death. She's a sweetheart. But they're they're doing very well together, and it makes me happy to see that. Like they they. But anyway, I wanted Sheila to go to one of her shooting courses because Jade, number one, she's a world professional shooter. She knows she's not one of these gun bunnies. You take her out to the range, she's putting steel on targets. Like people, are like, you should compete against her. It's like no, she'll beat me. It's like she should beat me. I don't train nearly as much as she does, and this woman, she crushes. But to see her and Rudy out at the range together, it's 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 hilarious. It's like you got Marine Force Recon, you got beautiful Jade, and then when you put them in a rifle, they're just freaking killers. Outside of that, though, they're the nicest people ever. So, but uh, love them to death. But yeah, I think Sheila's good. I'm going to sign her up for a course over there. And if you're in Dallas, DFW area, you should definitely look into that. Jade does these things, and it's not one of those things that you're going to go in there and get some gun bunny BS. She's going to teach you, and she's going to teach you the right way. I'm excited for that, so... But anyway, that does it for today's show, folks. It is Friday. It's Friday, right? Yeah, it's Friday. Yep. Oh, thank God. I need this. Um, looking forward to that steak dinner tonight with some wine and a nice fire. Okay. Thinking, thinking about you the entire time, Josh. Yeah, all right. Stroking that head. Mm, girl. Okay. Anyway, hey, if you have not subscribed over on Fox, what the hell are you on Fox? Oh, my God. We're still thinking of Rudy's show. If you haven't subscribed over on Locals, what are you waiting for? If you've enjoyed the show, if you enjoy the commentary, Spring us four bucks, you cheap bastards. You, you just dab. Yeah, we get you over here to scream. Hey, what are you doing? Subscribe. Give him some money. Hey. Nah, appreciate that. We love you all. We hope we have a, a wonderful, wonderful weekend. First week of the year is over. We made it. Send the books. Send the books. God, I hope 2024 is better, but I know it's not. I don't see anything changing until 2025, provided Biden goes away. Now, I will say this. I'm not voting for Trump. But, Trump if he, but if he wins, it is going to get better. I won't lie about yeah, that. I hope he does good, but I'm not voting for him. I'm not going to vote for a Democrat over another Democrat. But if he does win, I think it will get better. I do. I sincerely do. Although I could be wrong. If we get him with COVID again, we're fucked. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I'm really not. Anyway, we'll see you bright and early back here Monday at 12 p.m. CST. Do me a favor. Don't forget to hit that like button. Hit the share button. Share the show, folks. We don't grow unless you help us grow. It's up to you, the listeners. Hit that share button and leave a review on the podcast. Until next time, you guys think to have a man? You have a great weekend. And as always, here we going. We going. We in the zone. We moving. <laughs>